This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's go to the diamond, Chelsea, and make some tough choices here. It's time to play Take Your Pick. And for that, we bring in our executive producer, Bill Rowland. Bill, good morning to you. Best reality show out there. Hell yeah. Can't wait. Get your popcorn. Which one did you say? I zoned out for a second. The NBA offseason is the best reality show out there. Oh, no question. Fire up the old Twitter and go. You're absolutely right about that. Especially now that LeBron, you know, there's the rumor that he may be retiring. This is all we're going to hear for the next mm-hmm. two, oh, three, you four months, it. whatever it is. Yeah, anyway. All right, take your pick, number one. Plenty of shortstops. Got big contracts in the offseason. Let's check in on a few of them and see how they're doing and some of them not doing so well. Which one of these teams may want a redo for the shortstop that they gave big cash to? Jenks, I'll start with you. Take your pick out of these shortstops. Which one is having the worst season so far? Trey Turner of the Phillies, Carlos Correa of the Twins, or Xander Bogarts of the Padres. Take your pick. Hmm, I was thinking about this earlier. Also, I find it funny that Trey Turner was asked about his slow start. I don't know if you guys saw that. And he said simply, I've sucked. So he hasn't been great. But listen, Trey Turner, compared to Carlos Correa, which is who I'm going with, has been brilliant compared to Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa has been terrible. 213, six home runs. And I think context matters here in that the Twins need Carlos Correa. It's a team that has already had issues generating runs during different parts of the season, including now. And by the way, he's out again with an injured left heel. When you talk about a guy who bounced around, signed with this team, signed with that team, signed with this team, and then finally ends up with the Twins, if you're Twins fans, you have to feel like, well, you didn't want to be here anyway. Now you're back, you've been injured, and you're not producing. Just relative to the other guys, he hasn't performed well. They need him more, and he was trying to leave anyway. So I'm going to go Carlos Correa. I think that's the only logical answer here, just because the predicament that got him here. Like you said, Carlos Correa wanted to go to a thousand different teams, but instead he had to stick with the twins and now he's not even producing. He's hitting 213. But let me say this, it is the month of May. And for people saying, oh, Trey Turner hit more home runs in the World Baseball Classic than he did in the regular season. Like it's still May. There's still plenty of time for all of these guys to turn things around. And this is what I'll say about Carlos Correa. If the Twins make it to the postseason, Carlos Correa is Mr. Clutch. He has been there, done that in the postseason, so maybe he's not been good in the regular season just yet, but still, if you make it to October, this is when he really shines. So this is part of the reason his price tag is so big. So if the Twins are contending, I don't think they will be, you know, being mad about this decision at all. So I'll say Carlos Correa, but if they get to the postseason – He's Mr. Clutch. I think they'll like having him in the lineup. Yeah, all three of these guys are not having great years, obviously. That's why they made this list. But Correa, I have to give it to him because of what Chelsea, you and Jinx both pointed out. How many different teams did he go sign with and want to play for before he ended up back with the Mm -hmm. Twins? 
and you're going to give all this money to this guy who's now hitting 215, 213, whatever it is. So, yeah, it's got to be Correa at this point. All right, take your pick number two. Speaking of disappointments, let's talk about some teams that were really disappointing in the month of April but have bounced back here in May. The Astros, the Mets, and the Cardinals have all rallied in the past couple of weeks, and they have tightened up races in their division. The Astros have won eight out of nine. The Mets have won five of six. And don't look now, but the Cardinals are suddenly only five back in the NL Central. And I know Chelsea has a nice little plus money future bet on the Cardinals. So, Chelsea, take your pick. Which of those three teams do we trust going forward to make the playoffs, or can all three of them do it? So the Cardinals, the Mets, or the Astros? I think there is a good argument for all three of these teams to make it to the postseason. And I think the biggest problem for the Mets is just the fact that they play in such a tough division because they can still have a great season and still have to go in through the wild card, which is a tougher route because that is a shorter series. But look at the Mets roster. They have one of the biggest payrolls in all of baseball. They should be one of the best teams in baseball. There is still plenty of season left. And you've got to trust the guys that have been trustworthy for most of their careers. Max Scherzer, we know he's had kind of a rough start to the season, but eventually he's going to find a way, I think, to be more productive. Same goes for Justin Verlander. He's had good starts. They've just been spoiled by the problems that the Mets have had scoring runs. So I don't even have to say anything about the Astros. Isn't it like a given that the Astros are going to be a contender in the postseason? I feel like that's not even an afterthought. I don't care how they start. This team's always in it in October. So definitely have faith in the Astros. And like you said, I have a little bet on the Cardinals. So I think all three have a good shot. I agree. I think all three have a good shot. I would not trust the Mets. Of the three, I think the Mets are the least trustworthy. But when you look at the cards, just by virtue of the fact that you mentioned the Mets and they play in such a tough division, the Cardinals don't. So the Cardinals are playing great baseball right now. Their bats have absolutely come alive. They were the favorites at minus money to win the division before the season. And because that division is weaker than, say, the NL East, they can absolutely win. And the Astros are only going to get better. Why? Because they're getting healthier. Jose Altuve just came back in lineup like a week ago. Luis Garcia is out. He'll come back. They're waiting on Michael Brantley to return. So this is an Astros team that has started to pick it up, and they will only get better from here on out. So trust the Cardinals and Astros. The Mets, they have the payroll and the talent, but I'm not a believer just yet. I agree with you guys on the Cardinals there in the NL Central. The only thing that I worry about with St. Louis, their lineup is phenomenal. Obviously, we know that. Do we trust their pitching even in a weak NL Central? Yeah. With the balanced schedule, they don't get to pick on, you know, the the Cubs and the Reds for as many games as they have in the past. And who's their best starter right now? That's the only thing that I worry about with the Cardinals is their pitching. But we've seen this story before. Don't you remember that season where the Cardinals won like 15 games in a row? And they had an old-ass John Lester. They had J.A. Happ. They had guys that were written for dead, that they just pulled from the scrap heap. So it hasn't seemed to matter. This is such a good organization top to bottom. And also, they have a murderer's row, their lineup, that it is a valid concern, I think, for the postseason. But for the regular season, I think they'll be just fine. We're not going to have time to get to the last one, but you guys brought up Verlander, uh, obviously, and Scherzer. If they're healthy, 
does that give the Mets the best one-two punch in baseball as far as starters go? Again, the caveat being if they're healthy. I mean, it has mm. to be towards the top, at least based yeah. on the pa- the payroll and based on the postseason experience because we have some great young arms in baseball right now, but do they have the postseason experience that Justin Verlander has, that Max Scherzer has? Probably not. So that's why the Mets will always be dangerous if they can make it to the postseason. You're right about that. Those guys are too good. And yes, at some point, time always wins. I get that. But they're too good and have too much experience not to rise and lead the Mets at some point. I just want to say something when I was doing my research. I could not believe I was looking at Spencer Strider and Bryce Elder as as a top two combination. And a buddy of mine said, Bryce Elder doesn't have bad starts. And so I looked that up. This is amazing. Bryce Elder in 18 career starts in the major leagues. Do you know how many times he's given up more than four runs in a single start? Never. That has never happened. And you pair him with Spencer Strider. He's a young guy. He's only going to get better. That was remarkable to me. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's like Vanderpump Rules and Selling Sunset. What a duo. (laughs) What a, you just can't go wrong. You just can't. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.